Welcome back from Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, my Super Bowl Sunday was great. I enjoyed it. I had a little get-together. Food was great. Uh, I enjoyed the Super Bowl. Um, a lot of big moments. A lot of big moments to talk about and discuss. We're going to break down and analyze a lot. But I really like this game. I really enjoyed the game. It's really the, it's really one of the more remember rememberable Super Bowls, memorable Super Bowls for these uh for, for since the, you know for these last few years, uh, especially dating back to last year. Last year's Super Bowl wasn't that great, but this this Super Bowl is really it's real memorable. Um, I think uh this is gonna be a good this that was a that was a good one that was that was a real good one. Uh, we got some great football. I can't wait to discuss it. Uh, without further ado, I see you guys on the other side. Well, you know, you know, I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna give a full. I'm gonna give a lot of analysis. I have a lot to talk about and a lot to, lot to discuss. So, without further ado, let's go. Okay, we are back. <clears throat> Couldn't wait. Couldn't hold my tongue. We have a lot. We have a lot to unpack. What the Chiefs did last night, what the Chiefs did last night in Mahomes. First, I don't know how much better you can play. Like, let's go, I mean, once again, this is why you must look at the game. And we, we this is why we must look at these games. This is why. Because if you go back and look at the box score, San Francisco dominated. They had more yards per play. They had more yards per rush. They had more yards per pass. They had they, they got to the quarterback much more effectively than the Chiefs did. The, the 49ers, that front four was creating havoc up front for a great share of that game. And they had Mahomes. They had Mahomes boggled up. He looked. He 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 made some uncharacteristic throws, um, and th- that led to turnovers, which it, that that didn't look like Mahomes. And we've seen Mahomes play. Mahomes let, before yesterday. Mahomes had thirty five. He had thirty five career starts. He was twenty seven and eight in thirty five career starts. Even in those eight losses, we have not seen him play a bad game. He has not had a bad game in his career. He hasn't had like a game like he did yesterday. Yesterday, the first three quarters, I didn't know what that was. The last quarter, of course, he came alive. We gotta give him credit where credit's due. But the first three quarters was bad. It was the worst three quarters Patrick Mahomes has ever played in his career. 
it 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 was bad. It was bad. He had two turnovers. You know, he missed a he missed a lot of easy throws. Some throws were behind guys, and it was very uncharacteristic. And you could tell Patrick Mahomes was a little um, uncomfortable. He wasn't he he wasn't he wasn't comfortable. He the 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 Forty Niners pressure would I what I predicted. It made him uncomfortable. It made him uneasy. And throws that hey that are that 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 just come naturally to Patrick Mahomes didn't yesterday. Those throws were off target. But once again, I point to you the box score. The box score can be deceiving. The 49ers dominated in a lot of major categories where you look at those you look at those stats and those in that box score and you're like Oh, the 49ers won this, this, that, and that. And you're like, so how did the Chiefs win by 11? Well, what the Chiefs did first, what the Chiefs did this postseason, absolutely amazing. Their three postseason victories this year, their three victories in the postseason, they trailed by double digits and then won all three games by double digits. First time in NFL history. That's absolutely amazing. And it's scary. Second of all, Patrick Mahomes. I don't think you can play Patrick Mahomes any better than what the 49ers did the first three quarters. If you cannot beat Patrick Mahomes when he plays that bad, well, damn. I I I feel bad for the, I feel bad for the NFL for the next ten to twelve years because if you can't, if the the the, the 49ers. They played as well as that as you could play defensively when when you know defending these offensive weapons that the Chiefs have along with Patrick Mahomes. They did a very good job at defending them and it, they gave they let them have everything underneath. They didn't give up nothing big. What I kind of I, I kind of predicted most people would have said, "Hey, yeah, the 49ers not, they're not going to play aggressive." They're gonna play. They're gonna. They're gonna let them get all the all the yardage underneath, and that's what they did. That's what they did. The Chiefs in the first half. It wasn't like they weren't moving the ball. They were moving the ball on some of these drives in the first half, but it wasn't quite it, it, like those yards didn't equal up to seven points like it usually does. Those yards would end up in you know eventually sacks, which would end up into a punt or a field goal, or or even a turnover, but it reminds me a lot of the Warriors uh, with Steph and Clay and like the war. Who remembers when the Warriors, you know, with Steph and Clay and and even with Kevin Durant, they would just you could play a perfect half of basketball, but then the third quarter. The Warriors would go on that avalanche. They used to call it they 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 called it the Warriors avalanche, and it would come at you like an avalanche. Um, that that was scary. That that what 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 Kansas City did yesterday, last night against the 49ers and the 49ers defensively great game plan. It was a it was a good game plan, but it didn't hold up. The entirety of the game. And, I mean, boy, oh boy, did they play them well the first three quarters. But it's like, it's like with the Warriors. You could play, mm, excuse me, you could play a perfect half of basketball. You can go into the locker room in the first half. You can be up 15. 
And then the third quarter, you know, you, you make one turnover, you miss a shot or two, and the next three, four possessions, Curry hits a three. Clay hits a three. Curry hits a three. And they're back in the game. And by the time you look at it, by the time you look up, the Warriors are up by eight. What the hell? What happened? That That's similar to what Kansas City. Kansas City... It's un. It's and it's not. It's not very usual what Kansas City did yesterday in these last two playoffs. This whole this whole postseason run that Kansas City went on, the way how they won, traditionally, that's not how you win in the postseason. Usually, and especially in the Super Bowl, the team that scores first wins. The team that scores first. 75% of the time, win. The team that gets the most pressure on the opposing team's quarterback, or who, who the team that, that has the most effective pressure, usually wins. The team that controls yards per play, yards per pass, yards per rush, usually wins. And... The Chiefs won by double digits. What we saw and what we are witnessing or what we witnessed and what's going to continue if they can keep this core together is similar to what the Warriors were. I mean, come at you. Like, in, in sports, teams try to copy. This is why Bill Belichick is so great. Bill Belichick doesn't just, he doesn't copy what's the new wave. He doesn't copy that. You know, teams try to copy the wild, you know, the wildcat formation. Teams try to copy that. Teams try to copy the read option. Now we have the RPO. What Kansas City have, I don't think you can copy that. I don't think you can make a clone of that. And what the Warriors had was crazy. You can't, I don't think you can get that again. And it's very scary because the 49ers played Mahomes. They defended Mahomes in that offense as well as you can. Um, you know, now, like I said, coming into the game, I knew, and I think everybody knew, and I think the 49ers knew, we can't take everybody away. We can't, we, we're not going to be able to take everybody away. We're going, we're going to have to force Damian Williams or or, or McCall Hartman to, to, to like be the superhero. We can't take everybody away. And the 49ers did a hell of a job the first three quarters. But you look up and you're like, what the hell? Yeah, that's what, that's, and I, I mean, that, what Kansas City did and what they've been doing these last three postseason games it, it, it struck me back to what the Warriors used to do because they were such a great third quarter team coming out of the locker room after the first half. They would they would just it would be a blitz and Curry hits a three, Clay hits a three, Curry gets a layup, Clay gets a three, Curry another three, and by the time you look up, you was up fourteen, but then you look up, the Warriors are up. That's what 
they do. And what the Chiefs did this postseason was very similar to that. It looked real similar to that. And that might be a problem. Because if you cannot beat Mahomes when he played this well, and I know a lot of people have been bashing Kyle Shanahan. People have been bashing Jimmy Garoppolo. I get it. But, and you know, the de- in the defense, you know, some people say, hey, the defense gave up 21. Defense was tired. But it just, it goes, it just shows, it goes to show you how good Mahomes is. Because you can take away everything. You can make him look bad. Because Mahomes didn't look like Mahomes the first three quarters. He played, he didn't, this, this by far was not his best showing. Because he played, he, he, he played bad in the first three quarters. I was like, uh, going into the fourth quarter, I was like, uh, Mahomes is not looking too good. And then he had the fourth quarter interception. I'm like, uh, woo, Mahomes don't lose because that would have been crazy. And what the Chiefs did, absolutely phenomenal. It was amazing. It, it was amazing. And it's well-deserved. Um, to a fan, to a passionate and loyal fan base that the Chiefs have, um, good ownership. The Chiefs usually, since I've been living, the Chiefs usually have good teams, good rosters, especially these last few years with Andy under Andy Reid. Always have been a playoff team, but never good enough to get to the Super Bowl. Now they have a uniquely God-given, blessed, special talent quarterback talented quarterback so now they're really good enough and they're like the the league's best team but well deserved from Andy Reid and the Kansas City organization because they usually have good rosters but not they use they they before Patrick Mahomes they were often not good enough to get over the hump they got over the hump last night um it remind me a lot of the Warriors and what they used to, I mean, what they used to do with Curry and Clay and Durant, and it's like, oh my God, they come at you. They come at you so quick and fast, and it's like, whoa, what happened? That's what happened. They took the lead. Um, it, 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 it reminded me a lot of the Steph, the Steph and Clay Warriors, what Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense did, and their defense played well. Their defense came up with some critical stops at times. Um, but what, what I mean, offensively, whew, the Chiefs are crazy. They're crazy good. They are crazy good. Um, that's what I have. I see you guys on the other side. We're going to discuss Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers, and what I think happened.
yeah, um, <laughs> we're back, uh, the Chiefs, <laughs> what they did <laughs> was crazy, um, and you would have said, hey, the 49ers, they had them with exactly what they wanted, the 49ers pass rush was effective, the running game was effective, and, and the 49ers are a great team, and the Chiefs have them, the Chiefs have them. Um, so, Kyle Shanahan, everybody's talking about Kyle Shanahan, Jimmy Garoppolo, I know they're getting a lot of heat, um, this morning, I know they got a lot of heat in the morning, um, they, I, I, I know they have, they're, they're receiving a lot of heat, and, okay, I get it, Kyle Shanahan, and I figured it out, Kyle Shanahan, for now and on, until he wins a Super Bowl, I think the media, we know he's a great coach. Think some, you know, like just because, just because he, you, some, some media members question whether or not he should have his like question his play calling uh, in the fourth quarter. They know that he's a good coach, but similar to what we did to Andy Reid until Andy Reid won last night his first Super Bowl. Until he won, until he won his Super Bowl, until that, until Andy Reid got his first elusive title, we did the same thing to Andy Reid. We questioned Andy Reid's time management. We questioned Andy Reid's scheme. We questioned Andy Reid's play calling at certain moments of the game. And we're gonna do the same thing to Kyle Shanahan. We're gonna do the same. Th- I think Kyle Shanahan is still one of the best young coaches in football, if not the best young coach in football. But I know what we're going to do. Kyle Shanahan is now going to be our new Andy Reid. Wins a lot of games, yeah. Win, you know, he can win a couple playoff games. And he can quite, he can, get you a, he can get you to a Super Bowl. But can he win that big one? And that was the question for Andy Reid. That was the question for Andy Reid the last 15 years. Can he win the big one? Can he win the big one? And we've and the media has now found their new Andy Reid. Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan is the modern day Andy Reid now. Because we're gonna question his play his 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 play calling uh and, and his decisions, his coaching decisions, just like how we did Andy Reid. And I think we gotta, you know, we gotta take a deep dive. Like I hate, I hate this. I hate when we just give. Like I don't like when I don't like one word answers. I like a, I like an answer and then some explanation behind it, some evidence to back it up. I don't like one word answers. I don't like just one phrase answers. Oh, he didn't run the ball. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cal Shanahan could have ran the ball because he ran. He was running the ball effectively. Uh, I, I do think he could have ran it. But Jimmy Garoppolo, there's there's a there's a few plays offensively for the 49ers that stand out to me. First is when Jimmy Garoppolo he's heavily pressured. He throws the ball away on a third down. Uh, George Kittle, mind you, George Kittle is the best is their best offensive player. He's their best weapon, and George Kittle is wide open. Enough, uh, you know, he's down the field. He's wide open. He has, he, he, he's going to get the first down. 
if if the ball was thrown to George Kittle, he gets the first down and he probably gets some some more extra yards. Jimmy Garoppolo throws it away. Once again, into the half. Yeah, I do question whether or not why why I, I was a little confused. Why can't why Kyle Shanahan did not call a timeout near when when the when the when the 49ers got that stop near the end of the first half and it was about a minute about a minute and a half net a, a minute and a half left that's a that's a good that's a good um estimation it was about a minute and a half left and he lets the clock run out John Lynch even his GM John Lynch is like, hey, you gonna call a timeout? Everybody in their grandmother was like, is Kyle Shanahan gonna call a timeout? Doesn't call a timeout. On that same possession, Jimmy Garoppolo throws it down the field to George Kittle. Kittle, that looks that that was a forty-two yard uh, play, forty-two yard gain. Kittle, get, George Kittle gets. Called for the push off, the offensive pass interference. By rule, I don't agree. With, I, 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 by rule, I agree with the call. I think the call was valid, but I've seen similar calls with inclu- involving tight ends where they do the same motion that George Kittle did, and the play, the offensive pass interference is not called. We can go back and look at the New Orleans game. Kyle Rudolph does the same exact thing. It was a no call. George Kittle, it got called. I'm not mad at the call. I don't disagree with the call because by rule, that that was the right call. But essentially, that is three points at least. At the bare minimum, that's three points off the board. And, you know, looking at the spot of the ball, they could have scored for seven. They would have one shot to score for seven. But at minimum, they have three points in their back pocket. So that's three points wiped off the board. And we're talking about another first down conversion that's not, that's, that, that wasn't converted because Jimmy Garoppolo threw away the ball. He threw away the ball. And then lastly, the third play that stands out to me for the 49ers offensively is... The third down and ten play on the on the 49ers second to last drive. The third down and ten play to where Jimmy Garoppolo. It's a great play call because it it, it worked. It, it it was it was executed perfectly, but Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't make the throw. Jimmy Jimmy G didn't make the throw, but it was it was executed perfectly. It was the right play call and design. Emmanuel Sanders ran a great route to split the double team. Jimmy Garoppolo overthrows him. So, let's backtrack and backpedal before we bash Kyle Shanahan. Can we backtrack and backpedal before we bash Kyle Shanahan? Those weren't bad play calls. The play-action pass was working all night. They were 12 for 13 all night on play-action passes. Yes, if I'm the coach, if I'm Cal Shanahan, I'm running the ball. After a set, after first down, after a five-yard gain with running the ball, yes. Second and five, I'm running the ball. I would have ran the ball. 
But Kyle Shanahan did make some good play calls. And they were executed well. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't make the throws, though. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't throw the kiddo. Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, well, George Kittle caught the pass, not well-thrown ball to George Kittle near the sideline, but he pushes off. That's not Kyle Shanahan's fault. And then Jimmy Garoppolo on the, la- on the third down and 10 play, Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't make the throw. It, 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 you know, he didn't give enough. He tried to, he didn't even, like, give Emmanuel Sanders a chance to make a play on the ball. It was a bad throw. He overthrew him. So, when people say, hey, Kyle Shanahan, no, Kyle Shanahan made good play calls. Jimmy Garoppolo didn't execute, or there was a call, there was a penalty. But the third down and 10 play to Emmanuel Sanders, Jimmy Garoppolo got to hit that. And we're having a whole different conversation if Jimmy Garoppolo makes that throw. If Jimmy Garoppolo makes that throw and Emmanuel Sanders catch it, we're having a whole different conversation because the 49ers would win. And we're having a whole different conversation about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and a whole different conversation about the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan. But like I said, coming into this game, coming into this week, I said it. The Chiefs had much more pressure on them. The Chiefs had a lot riding on this game. Dating back to last year in their AFC Championship letdown where D4 was offsides and essentially caused them a Super Bowl berth to last year's Super Bowl, the Chiefs had a lot riding on this year and this game, and it was a lot more pressure on the Chiefs. The 49ers coming into the season, uh, besides me, most media members had the 49ers as a 8 or 9 or 8 and 8 9 and 17. That's where most analysts, that's where most media that's what most of the media had them at. That's what they were. People thought they were going to be an 8 and 8, 9 and 17 borderline playoff team. But if you listen, if you guys are you know daily listeners to the IKP, to the Isaiah Kid podcast, you would know that I had I had the 49ers as a Super Bowl dark horse. I had them as a Super Bowl dark horse and a contender in the NFC. And like I said, I didn't think there was no pressure on the 49ers. They played with house money. This was a two to three year rebuild. They this was a two to three year rebuild that was fast forward and it, the rebuild happened much more expediently than we thought, than probably what the 49ers thought. The rebuild happened quickly. It was a two to three year rebuild. The Chiefs were expected to get to this point. The Chiefs, everybody picked the Chiefs, or everybody coming into the season had the Chiefs as one of the AFC favorites, if not the AFC favorite, before Baltimore burst onto the scene. People had the Chiefs being the AFC favorite and a Super Bowl favorite as well. So, I, I you know, the Chiefs, they played well. The 49ers played well too. Like I said, I wouldn't blame all this on Kyle Shanahan because he made great play calls. The plays were executed to some some degree, but then Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't make the throw or the pass interference call, offensive PI, OPI was called on George Kittle. So that was obviously a game changer. 
That was a game changer because you're talking about points off the board. You're talking about points off the board that was taken off the board because of a penalty. So I can't put all of that on Kyle Shanahan. But yes, I think he should have ran the ball a little bit more. The run was effective. The Debo Samuel reverse plays were effective. They couldn't stop it. And they can they didn't do it. But he made some great play he made some great play calls and they just weren't executed fully because of the of Jimmy Garoppolo throws. Inaccurate throws. They weren't or you know, not not looking at Kittle. Because he, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, like, straight up just missed George Kittle in the middle of the field. And he was open. And he would have got the first down. So, let's just be, you know, be careful when we're criticizing uh, too harshly um, with, with, with Kyle Shanahan. Because now Kyle Shanahan will have that stigma of being... Andy Reid of this generation. He is the Andy Reid now. He wins a lot of good games. He's a great coach. He's a great offensive mastermind. But he does have a tendency to lose time management and not use timeouts and not make the right play calls. And people are questioning the scheme. Don't question the scheme. Don't question Kyle Shanahan. It's gonna be, But until he wins the Super Bowl... That's going to be the lingering effect. That's going to be the lingering thing that people have in memory of Kyle Shanahan. He's now Andy Reid. He's Andy Reid. Andy Reid was the mo- he was the winningest coach without a Super Bowl championship, and that is exactly what Kyle Shanahan is now. Not mad at it. Not mad at it. But that's just what he is. That is the perception. That is the public perception of Kyle Shanahan. Great coach. Great offensive scheme. Really real creative and innovative. But he can't win the big one. That is going to be a lingering effect. That's going to leave a lingering effect. And with, with the go, just, just to date back. Just to go back with the Chiefs. I mean the Chiefs. Usually a t- you know how teams. They need. To play a certain way to win. Like the Cowboys. They they need their O-line to dominate. They need Zeke to rush 400 yards plus. They need, you know, maybe a turnover to help. Or, you know, New England. They, they, they you know, they, 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 they can't allow big plays, dynamic plays. Or Baltimore. Baltimore and Lamar Jackson, they're much more effective when they play with a lead. When they got the lead instead of trailing, Kansas City. It doesn't matter how they play. It, it, it doesn't matter. They made they made so many mistakes and they were defended well. Often, I mean, the 49ers defended them defended them well throughout the the first three quarters, and it did not matter. It doesn't matter how they play, how many mistakes they make. They are still able to get over the top. That that and that's crazy because that's the same thing the Warriors had. No matter how many. Defensive miscues the Warriors had, no matter how many turnovers at a certain point that the Warriors had, you know they still had a chance because they are a quick strike offense that can hit threes, a barrage of threes, and get back in the games quickly. And the same thing goes for the same thing goes for the with the Chiefs. Quick strike offense, they can score in bunches. They can score touchdowns in bunches, and it's amazing and exceptional to watch. Just crazy. I'll be back. <clears throat>
So, I'm going to talk about the quarterback play last night with Jimmy Garoppolo and Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to get to Patrick Mahomes a little bit later. But, for Jimmy Garoppolo for right now, similar to with the, the beating, that the, <laughs> the verbal beating that uh, Kyle Shanahan is getting from a, from a, across the country, um... Jimmy Garoppolo, he's receiving some of the same criticism. He didn't hit throws. And I got to say, I told you this, I told you guys a couple days going into the Super Bowl, leading up to the Super Bowl. But I said, hey, Jimmy Garoppolo, he has no pressure on him. Because everybody, most media members tend to think that Jimmy Garoppolo is just another guy. They think he's just a guy. And the 49ers are, 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 they are a more complete team with a defense, O-line, and coach. Um, and Jimmy Garoppolo just comes right in and fits in. Me, I made the argument that Jimmy Garoppolo is a little bit better than what people think. They give him, they, they think he's a little bit better than what people give him credit for. I thought, you know, and I still do, I still do think that. Um, he just, he, he missed, he missed some big throws. Um, last night, of course, he missed some big throws that if he connects with, or the call, or like I said, reference back to the George Kittle play, uh, where they call OPI. If that play, if that penalty isn't called, we're having a different situation. We're probably having a different conversation right now about Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, and like I said, he missed some throws. Fair. If you want to say he missed throws, um, that he should have hit, I got that. I- I'm cool with. I'm cool with that because yes, he missed some throws that he should have hit. Um, but you know, I know people tend to overreact about these type of things. We overreact about these type of things, you know, the day after the Super Bowl. And like, I'm here to bring clarity. I'm here to bring clarity because I know we overreact after a Super Bowl loss or the loser of the Super Bowl. We, you know, we we automatically we automatically pounce on the quarterback. I get it. It's the natural thing to do, and yes, Kyle Shanahan had some decisions that were, yeah, shaky. I talked about those, and Jimmy Garoppolo could have made some throws, should have made some throws that would have definitely been a game changer, and whole, and we could be having, like again, a whole different conversation. Understand it, totally get it, but Mahomes, but Pat, but Jimmy Garoppolo did outplay Patrick Mahomes the first three quarters. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo did, was not playing. He was not playing bad the first three quarters. He had more. He had more. He had more yard. More yard passing yards. Uh, a higher completion percentage. More completions. Uh, more touchdowns. Mahomes didn't have a touchdown. He had a rushing touchdown, an interception. So Mahomes didn't have a. He didn't have a passing touchdown through three quarters. He threw an interception, and then he threw. He threw his second interception. In the beginning of the fourth quarter. So, Jimmy Garoppolo, he outplayed Patrick Mahomes for almost uh, three quarters. He, out, he, outplayed, he outplayed Patrick Mahomes for about three quarters. And then Patrick Mahomes just did what Patrick Mahomes could do. Like, that's what Patrick Mahomes could do. Uh, that 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 is that is the that is him unleashing his next level type talent where I don't think nobody else is on his stratosphere. So I know we we're gonna we, we're gonna give Jimmy a lot of uh, a lot of uh, backlash today, rightfully so I guess, um, because he lost. 
didn't play well uh, towards the end. Could you know some throws that should have that he should have hit, he didn't hit, and we, I I would have liked to see Jimmy G be a little bit mobile than what he was. Like escape the pocket, use his use his legs, use his mobility um, a little bit more. Uh, that could that could have helped the offense out a little bit. Uh, cause cause Mahomes did it. Mahomes did it when 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 the 49ers pass rush and that four man rush collapsed in on Patrick Mahomes. He 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 flushed out and he used his legs to either pick up the first down and or, or you know buy himself more time. Not saying Jimmy Garoppolo is a great athlete or the athlete that Mahomes is, but he did once to get out the pocket and escape. He could have done that a couple more times and extended the play. Not in, just in, you know. Instead, he's just sitting in the pocket like a duck, like a like just like just like a duck, and he's he he, he he's gonna get murdered. He's gonna get murdered every time. He you know balls getting batted. He should have. Escape the pocket. Try to buy himself much some more time, so he can um so he can extend the play at least to keep the play alive. Um, you know that you know that escapability is so crucial with quarterbacks today. That's that the escapability trait is so important and so imperative for quarterbacks today that play this game. You know, Garoppolo tried to play like Brady. He needed he but he needed to escape the pocket, flush out the pocket. Extend the play if you need to. Um, it, you know, it, it didn't help that pressure was in his face, but you got some of these throws. You just got it. You got it. You got to be able to hit some of these throws. And sometimes Jeremy Garoppolo does. He's been, you know, in the regular season, he, he he was able to make plays down the stretch of the game. But the biggest stage against the best team, it it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Um but you know, I've been talking about Mahomes. I talked about the offense of you know the explosiveness of the offense as far as um, for Kansas City side. But off, I mean the the, the minds, Eric Eric Bimini, uh Andy Reid, Steve Spagnola, like the the minds to come up with these game plans and for the players to go out and go out there and execute them. I mean, round of applause for both you know both coaches on both sides. Um, even though Kyle Shanahan decision making was uh shaky, but Rob like got like Robert Sala, great great defensive game plan, great. I mean, cause I haven't seen Patrick Mahomes play like that at all. Like the way how he looked in the first three quarters, I have never seen that in Patrick Mahomes in his thirty five career games. Yesterday was his thirty sixth career game. I never seen Patrick Mahomes play like that, play that poorly. And they were and Robert Salah and that 49ers defense led by that front seven was ma- was making Patrick Mahomes look like a shell of himself and do- force him to do things that he didn't want to do, force him to do things that uh that that look uncharacteristic that we are not uh, not accustomed to seeing from Patrick Mahomes. Um, and then on the other side, the other coaching staff for, for uh Kansas City, Urban Entity, uh Andy Reid. Steve Spagnola, great job. Steve Spagnola, he's a he's a three time Super Bowl champ. He is he you know he was the cat he he was the he was a defensive coordinator of the Giants when they won those two Super Bowls to beat New England. So he knows what it takes to be a great head coach um, and a good offense and a good quarterback. He knows what it takes. He sent heat on Jimmy G. 
that last drive, that last possession, he sent some heat. That the pressure got to him. I mean, just great job from Kansas City defense. Their defense really came up, made plays. Everybody's talking about can't Kyle Shanahan's play calling, Jimmy Garoppolo, but Kansas City defense made some big time plays. They made some big time plays, some big time stops to get that ball back to the offense. Um, but great coaching on both sides, especially from Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City, as far as their coaching, I will have to give I will have to give an A. Um, as far as coaching schemes, um, you know what they what they wanted to do, they were able to. You know, Kansas City was able to run the ball, but I like it from both sides. Both sides, great competition. Um, I'll be back to tell you why Patrick Mahomes is entering into a whole other level at such a young age. Patrick Mahomes is playing at a never level uh, at a never level at such a young age that you don't see. You only see from all-time greats. He's entering into that next level already, just at 24. He's um he he's he's outstanding, and he didn't play well last night. That was by far his one of his worst performances in his NFL career, in his young NFL career. NFL career. But I did like the fact that he was able to show some mental toughness, because this is what I talk about when I'm talking about my franchise quarterbacks. This is what I'm talking about. This is the type of stuff that you can't measure at the combine. This is the type of stuff you don't you don't see on on film. It's called mental toughness. Being able to withstand the the trials and tribulations and keep your teammates on a positive note and a positive page and deleting any bad play that happens. You you know tunnel having tunnel it. You got you got this is what I'm this is a characteristic that you really can't measure. You can't measure this type of thing. You can't measure this type of stuff. Mahomes showed his mental fortitude and his mental toughness last night and I'm going to tell you why he's entering into an all-time level at such a young age. I tell you about I tell you about that when I come back. Okay, I'm back. Um, so one last thing before I wrap it up. I mean, Mahomes is just an all-time great already. The guy is all-time level. What he's doing and his accomplishments, his accomplishments are all-time ready. They're all-time high already. Uh, he's MVP, Super Bowl MVP. 
Um, the the numbers, the just the freakish numbers that he's putting up. He's like this kid is already making an all times, an all time statement about himself. He's already doing that at such a young age. It, it's just amazing. It's amazing to watch. Very amazing to watch. He is exceptional. He's an exceptional talent. Um, and I've, I've been saying it this whole episode. The Chiefs offensively, they have a different makeup. They have a different makeup to what they do. They they just they just look different from other teams. Um, they they you 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 can't just put this team in a box. You can't put this team in a box. They win multiple ways. They have a multitude and a variety of ways that they can win. And it's it's really dangerous and scary to see. Um, because if they can keep this personnel, I love it. If they can keep this person this type of personnel offensively and defensively, because defensively they have gotten better um as the season has went on, but mainly offensively, if they are if they're able to keep this personnel, I like their chances. Um, they, they look pretty much unbeatable because for the 49ers, I don't know how much you can, I don't know how much you can beat them. I don't know how better you can make them. I don't know how bad you can make them look than they did the first three quarters last, last night. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know how you can do that or do so. I think the 49ers, you know, you got to just pat them on the back and say, yeah, good defense, but better offense because Mahomes and those weapons are just too daggone explosive. So they'll find a way to make the big play. Um, so that's when, and that's exactly what happened. The Chiefs had more big plays, and they found a way to make the big play to win the game. Um, so that's what that that's what happened. Thank you guys for listening. Um, this is a Super Bowl breakdown. I made this c- c- mainly towards the Super Bowl and. The, the afterwards the Super Bowl after the Super Bowl so thank you guys for listening once again two choices one decision I'm out don't forget that two choices one decision